Crossover Podcast, the show where you get comics, pop cultures, and sports. And it is sports time as we are talking week one! Week one in the National Football League. I can't believe it. I'm your host, as always, Matt Pearson. Joining me today is Craig Needles. How are you, Craig? Doing well. Let's get going. Week one. All right. And rounding up the trifecta, as always, welcome back, Bill Needles. How the hell are you, Bill? I am fantastic. Stoked to get down for some football this year, so it's going to be good. This is, uh, I just want to say that uh, I missed you guys, and I'm glad we're doing this. I really did. (laughs) All right, here we are. Let's get right into it. Thursday night, there's been some twists and turns on the way to this one. The Detroit Lions, my beloved Detroit Lions, head into Kansas City to take on the Chiefs. Now, as of us recording this, uh, I don't know, last week when Craig and I recorded this, we were talking about, or when Craig and I recorded the NFC Win Totals podcast, this line was six and a half and you can find some sevens um it's now down to four and a half the sharps came in on the lions it actually opened up a lion seven and a half at some places the sharps came in and bet it down to six and a half i still like the six and a half i got the six and a half on sunday which i was lucky to do that uh because uh the line has since moved down two points the chiefs minus five and a half with the news that uh travis kelsey is most likely not going to participate in this matchup uh, it's the four and a half is a bit, a bit scarier. Obviously I liked it. At, I loved it at the six and a half. And if it was still six and a half, the Lions were potentially going to be one of my five. No quarterback has been more profitable over the fast last five years in week one than Jared Goff. He's pretty much, he's covered every single game over the last five years in week one. I mean, I'm, I'm just dubious everything's going a little too well for the lions heading into this one despite the fact they're uh four and a half point talk uh craig what do you what do you say on lions chiefs right now uh it's gone too far like i was all ready to take the trade um but four and a half is getting excessive four and a half is getting excessive so i i'm leaning kansas city i'm probably just gonna not bet this line but I'd be leading Kansas City if I'm picking away. Just four and a half, that's, that's, that's too little. It's, it's the defending Super Bowl champions at home. That being said, I think Detroit's going to be pretty competitive in this game. I really do. And I, uh, I think that uh, it's going to be a fun one to open the season. Yeah, I, I didn't. When we talked about this game last week, I don't think I put enough stock in the fact that, and obviously this is just me being a, a lifelong Detroit short Lions fan who's been given nothing by this franchise for pretty much my entire life. I didn't I didn't really take a second and, and think about, wow, they actually, the NHL, or the NHL, Jesus, the NFL actually chose the Detroit Lions, of all people, to showcase in prime time for their season opener, which... Could you imagine if yeah. two years ago I said the Lions are the road team in the Thursday night season opener, and the line is four and a half points. You'd be yeah. shocked. I would, yeah. have been, I would have slapped you and called you crazy. I sure would have. <laughs> uh, but but here we are now. Obviously, there's been some dubious circumstances for that four and four and a half. But like I was, I, I was saying, I was pretty flattered or, that they were getting six and a half. I was like, yeah, it, it's pretty crazy. But uh, yeah, it, it seems like like if you want to do your betting on this game, it's too late because you wanted the Lions. Uh, with the six and a half, and, and now that's gone. And I don't think you want to go into the Vegas zone laying kind of a silly number with the Chiefs because when you're laying points with the Chiefs, uh, the Chiefs like to play with their food a little bit and not cover spreads even when it's four and a half. But uh, I don't know, four and a half. There are one. some books that haven't moved. Caesars hasn't moved this line yet. It's still at six and a half. I don't know if they think Kelsey's playing or what they think is going on. But it's well, still at six and a half. Go grab that six and a half with the Lions <laughs> before it's gone. I, maybe they maybe they move the juice on the six and a half to like an obscene amount. But it's it's minus one ten. Wow. Yeah. Rush out and to uh, make a Caesars account and get that uh, plus six and a half is the uh, only betting advice I can give for this one right now. Uh, Billy, what say you? Lions Chiefs minus uh, Chiefs given four and a half. Yeah, I'm I'm still on the Chiefs here. I, I think it, it dropped a bit. I, I think they're a much better team. I think the Lions, I, I mean, they're middle of the pack at best, right? I, I know they're looking better than they have been in years, but we're still talking middle of the pack against a Super Bowl contender at home. 
I, I think I got to go Chiefs here. A Super Bowl contender probably. without their second and third best players, though. Yeah, I, I think that they're like best. The I, I agree with you. I'm leading. I agree with you. Leading Kansas City at the four and a half. But it's just like I have to think about it, you know? Yeah, I, I think Mahomes is the reason. Like, you got an over-under 52. There's going to be some points scored in this game for sure. We're not seeing an incredibly conservative game between these two teams, I don't think. Uh, so I, I'm willing to lay the points with the Chiefs. I, I know that Mahomes is Mahomes, and currently I have him as the third-best quarterback to ever play the game uh, in, in my rankings with you know room for improvement. But like that, Kelsey on third and long, right? That that was that's always been a safety net for even Mahomes to go to, right? Like that's that that's gonna be you got to That has to fact. The Lions have to make that factor in if they get in, if they get the Chiefs in the third and long. They they've got to get them off. They've got to get Mahomes off the field because he just doesn't have big big number eighty seven there to to you know make a, a awesome 15 yard play yeah. on a third and nine right like they, they've got to take advantage of that um they moved the total on this one too uh it, i mean it used to be 40 uh, 54 and a half but and so now it's 52 and a half so travis kelsey's worth two points to the over which is mental for a tight end but that's that's pretty cool to see uh yeah, so I with, with the six and a half gone, I just kind of have this as a stay away, and it, there's there's no way it's going to be uh, one of my top five picks for for this week anymore, because uh, that ship has sailed. Moving on to Sunday afternoon, the slate this week is just ah, they they really got it right. Like no eight four oh five games, all four twenty fives, six or five four twenty fives, eight one o'clocks for the to set up the octo box. Uh, a pretty nice uh, Sunday nighter, and a decent mo- and a decent Monday nighter too. They, they they did a great job picking this one. First off for the Sunday night though, uh, it's going to be the hold your nose and 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 bet it line of the week. Uh, every every week we talk about this where it's like nobody wants to bet this. We've uh, historically called this the hold your nose game. Pardon me. We've sorry. We've historically called this the hold your nose game, and uh, here we are right now with it out the out the gate. The Houston Texans go into Baltimore. Baltimore's laying 10. This is the only double-digit line of the week. Um, this, hold your nose and take the Texans' time, guys. This is not going to be for the faint of heart, but uh, that's what we're going to do because I, I don't think this Ravens team is as good as uh, as good as the quarterback is. I don't, I'm not sure if this is a team that should be laying 10 week one, having not really worked in, into the offense. Billy, what do you think Texans uh, getting 10 in Baltimore? Yeah, I get Texans are Texans are bad, but it, it, you're right. It's not that many points. I'm taking the Texans here. Um, I, I think that it would be unlikely for week one to go in and just start chucking the ball all around. I think I don't think there's going to be a gap of that many points. So I'm taking the points. Uh, this isn't uh, I, I mean, I guess you'd say this isn't your dad. Like, because I mean, Craig and I have kids. So you, we, we could say this isn't your daddy's. Uh... Ravens defense anymore uh, would also factor into the to the them laying the minus ten for me, and also I'm just dubious about whether the offense is going to be that good. Craig, uh, what say you? Uh, Baltimore laying ten. I'm staying away from this game. Let me tell you why. Okay. Uh, I've heard some NFL players talk about this offseason. You know how there's always that week one game that just doesn't make any sense. I've heard over the last couple of weeks a few different NFL players talk about how, you know, you have no tape to watch. It's it's really hard, and you have to make a lot of coaching adjustments after that, after that week one, and you see what teams are wanting to do, and and, and then sort of we figure out what the league is, you know, weeks three, four, and all the way through. Mm-hmm. However, the Ravens have come out in week one and blown their opponents' doors off mm-hmm. many, many times in the Harbaugh era. They've done it regularly uh and i'm not i'm not giving up the 10 points of the ravens because i don't, don't want to do it and i know that i've got some concern about how the todd monk and offense how long it's going to take lamar jackson to sort of get in the groove with that particular offense but i think you're going to see some pretty 
I think there's a chance that you see some fireworks from Baltimore here, and they do score a bunch of points, and the Texans, with a rookie quarterback playing his first NFL game, maybe have a hard time. So I'm staying away from the 10 points. Like I, I, I think that's the side to be on if you have to be on a side, but I'm not doing anything with it. No such reservations uh, on my end. Uh, Houston Texans are going to be one of my five, and comfortably one of my five. The, the, this was... I don't want to say it was easy, but it, it it was made easier by the fact that it's the only double-digit line of the week. But it, it just it seems like it's going to be there. Uh, next up, we got the Carolina Panthers heading into Atlanta to take on the Falcons in our first give us the hook of the uh, year. The Atlanta Falcons laying three and a half, getting the uh, getting the hook there. Um, it's this this is a. Uh, <sighs> I gotta say, I, when I'm putting my five together, I like to have at least one favorite. I mean, I know that I pick underdogs for the most part, but I like to have at least one favorite. I was struggling to find a favorite this week that I really wanted to put my money on. Um, the one that I stared at the longest was this one, the Atlanta, the Atlanta Falcons. Um, but ultimately, they didn't make my five. Uh, I think I'm on the five and a half. I think I'm on the Falcons, though. They're not going to be one of my five, but I'll probably be on their side in uh, in separate fashion. Um, I, I just Carolina's not ready, and uh, I'm you know despite the fact that I have my reservations about Desmond Ritter, I think the Falcons will just be able to run all over the Carolina Panthers, and uh, they'll be able to run out the clock if they've got the big lead. So I'm I'm laying the three and a half with the Falcons. Craig, what do you think? Yeah, I feel the same way. Uh, I, I think that this Panthers team has, and with this whole Brian Burns saga going on too, I think this Panthers team has a chance to be pretty bad. Uh, which, if you were a fan of the Chicago Bears, that sounds great to you. Uh, um, but yeah, I, uh, I, I'm definitely taking the Falcons in this game. Uh, Billy, uh, Falcons-Panthers. Panthers getting the hook at the three and a half. What do you think? Falcons. I, I think the Panthers are going to be terrible. I, I feel like the Falcons seem like they want to try to win, and I, I don't get that vibe from the Panthers at all. I think they're going to have a horrible season. Cincinnati Bengals heading to Cleveland. This is a big one. This is this is the marquee matchup, I think, of the, the 1 o'clock slate. Uh, 49ers Steelers, I think, has got a lot of potential, but I think it's easily uh, Bengals-Browns. Uh, currently, it is the Cincinnati Bengals laying the 2.5. It's going to be dirty all year, and it's going to feel not good to bet on Deshaun Watson, but uh, Cleveland was nearly one of my five this week. I think they were they just kind of got left off the podium there, but nearly snacking at the fifth spot. Um, I'm laying the – I'm, I'm taking the two, two and a half with, uh, with Cleveland uh, at home. Divisional matchup. I love a divisional matchup home dog with a team that I think is going to be pretty good. The Bengals in the Joe Burrow era – Always get there, but have so far in the Burrow area started a little bit slow. He hasn't been practicing uh, because of the hammy. He was and ready to go for week one. But the other thing that's happened in the Burrow era is they've struggled with the Browns. Yes, and that's another. That's a great point by you, Craig, is that they have, for whatever reason, struggled with the Browns. So uh, Cleveland, uh, plus two and a half, bar- barely missed my, my, my five. Uh, what do you think on this one, Billy? Yeah, I I don't have enough faith in the Browns. I got to go with the Bengals here. I know road favorite, but I I think there's no reason to think the Bengals won't be able to move the ball pretty good. I don't know that the Browns have the offense to keep up. Uh, Bengals, like they they had a great season last year, and honestly, they had some injury woes. They got everybody healthy now, or at least supposedly healthy. I know you mentioned the hammy. Uh, I think it's Bengals here. All right, Craig, tiebreaker on Bengals-Browns. I, I I lean, I and I know I just said that they, they've struggled with the Browns and they have. I lean Bengals only for the reason that uh, I think early in the season continuity really matters, and we've got the same quarterback, the same wide receiver room, mostly the same skill position guys, other than you've changed out a tight end, um, the same coaches on both sides of the ball. Like continuity is really a thing in Cincinnati, and they they they've had that. Uh, but I, I don't love it. I just, I'm, I'm leaning Bengals, but don't love it. Uh, I like, I, I, and I, I, have said this on the last time that we talked about this, when we talked about the AFC, I think the Bengals have the best roster in the NFL. I think that they're, I think they're really good. This is the best offensive line Burroughs had. Uh, we'll see about this hamstring thing. 
he says he feels good and he was talking about it today with the media and uh seems he says that uh, it feels all right but uh we'll see how it uh how it looks in game action but i'm leaning bengals all right, so I'm lone wolfing it with the Browns there. Okay, our first tiebreaker of the season goes to the Bengals. Good for you guys. Uh, next up, the San Francisco 49ers head into Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers. 49ers, another home favorite, or sorry, road favorite, also land two and a half. Um, this, this is, we've seen a lot of, uh, it's, it's been two and a half and two. Uh, we got ourselves a, a public dog. Uh, with the Pittsburgh Steelers here, the public is on the Steelers and the money is on the Steelers uh, getting two and a half. And I'm a, a simple, simple man, and I'm going to be with them as well. I I'm, love the Steelers at home here getting the two and a half points. Now, little piece of information that changed this one uh, a few hours ago is Nick Bosa, brand spanking new contract, will be suiting up for this game. Obviously, that makes me a little bit more nervous uh, being on the Steelers side, but not that much. I just uh, – I'm – Going raw, raw, Mike Tomlin here. I, I love that guy. I think the Steelers are are, are going to be the the shock surprise team. If you listen to our AFC uh, win totals pod, Craig, you know that I'm very high in the Steelers this year. I like the 49ers uh, to go deep. I just think the Steelers uh, maybe get uh, outworked and outcoached a little bit in this one because that's classic Steelers. Uh, Craig, uh, what say you on this one? Yeah, I'm leaning Pittsburgh too, and I think the 49ers are really good. But I, I'm I'm leaning Pittsburgh here. First game of the year. Or you're uh, and in some places you're getting two and a half. Uh, I think that the two and a half and the two may be dependent upon who's setting the line after we got the Bosa news and who has not moved their line after we got the Bosa news. Because um, Caesars, BetMGM, they're two and a half points. Bet, Bet Rivers are two. Uh, but I'm uh, obviously, if you want the Steelers, you should probably find one of the places with the two and a half to go get it. Uh, all right. Billy, who you got for uh, Steelers Niners? Yeah, I like the points here. I, I think the Niners are a better team, but I think you're getting a few extra with the Steelers at home here. So you're you got the home team. You got a couple points. I think it's going to be a close game. I'm actually excited for this one. I think it's going to be good. All right. Cardinals, Commanders. Craig, would you do the honors, please? First one of the season. Scott Hansen, do not show this game. In oh. fact, <laughs> I don't want to see the Cardinals offense. And I'm not talking about week one either. I just have, and like, when Kyler Murray gets back, we can maybe have a discussion. But until then, if I turn on Red Zone, and I look at Red Zone on one of my televisions, and I see the Cardinals offense, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> Dubs. Howl. <laughs> on Fox. <laughs> Jesus, what an abysmal matchup. Now, I mean, it's glad we get to mention Scott Hansen. Just shout out to Scott Hansen in Red Zone and how great that is. He is the best. And uh, I, I love his tweets, too, of like, four days, you guys, and stuff like that. And, and, and he tweets that that thing, oh, God, or the, the picture of the, the countdown scream. It's, oh, God, it's so good. So many great memories. Okay, <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing about this football game. The Washington Commanders are laying – Seven points. I know it's Josh Dobbs. I know the Cardinals are trying to tank. I know that this coach seems like an absolute madman with his, do you have a fire in your belly speeches or whatever the fuck it was. Sam Howell and the Washington Commanders cannot be laying a touchdown to anybody. Anybody. Hold your nose and take the Cardinals. This narrowly missed one of my five. Holy God. I am going the other way. Oh, they can't. Craig, you cannot lay seven with Sam Howell. You can't do it. Look at the names. I'm planning on Washington's defense scoring enough to cover the seven. You can't do that, though. You can't rely on a fluke. I'm sure it'll happen, but, like, you just can't. If the card like if the Cardinals like if Josh Dobbs marched down the field and put seven in, you're gonna be like, ah oh, shit, what have I done? <laughs> right? Like, oh uh, my god. They're just so like we've seen Josh Dobbs. Mm-hmm. It's not good. And now he's going to have a worse offensive line and worse skill positions around guys around him than he did with Tennessee last season. <sighs> and the defense is awful. Like, look at the hour lads depth chart for the Cardinals defense. It's I, I bad. Think I saw my name on there. 
Yeah. Like, if you want to play this week, you can. And <laughs> here's the other thing. And maybe I'm thinking about this too hard. But remember the scene in Aladdin when the genie's bouncing around the sky after he gets freed from this horrible prison he's been in? Everyone who works for the Washington football team is the genie. <laughs> That's true. You got me there. Yeah, there's a chance. They're probably feeling. Just... They're yeah. probably feeling pretty good. They've probably pro- been feeling yeah. pretty good for months. There's a chance this is just like a, a like there's a chance the Cardinals score zero. There's a chance the Cardinals score zero yeah. points, and and this is a a, a Commanders like. It's know, thirty-five s- nothing. Like that that type Schneider. of game is. Um, yeah, Schneider, good vibes, coordination. By the way, 35 nothing. that would still go under. Uh, th- this, is, <laughs> this one is 38.5, second lowest of the, oh, of the week. I'm not telling, uh, yeah, that, I've, I'm a big believer in that under. Uh, I, I, I know it's silly to say when I think a team. If you're expecting I just don't like score mm-hmm. and you're betting the under, you're you're not expecting a lot of offensive scores. No, I, yeah, I want the, I'm, oh. I'll, I guarantee you, I, have, I don't know if I already do. I might, but I will before uh, they kick off on Sunday. I will have money on this under. I'm pretty sure I already do. Um, I remember I did bet the Cardinals getting, because this line opened up at like six and a half months ago. And I remember going, who the hell are the Washington Commanders to be laying six and a half against anybody? And this is back when you still thought uh, Marie was going to start. And you still thought that, uh, you know, that the Cardinals would at least, you know, give it a go (laughs) this year. But, uh, that ship has sailed. That said, I don't feel like my money's dead. Like like bets that I made months ago, I don't feel like my money's dead on this game because I just command. I mean, it, I might chalk it up and be like, ah, well, didn't get that one right. Circumstances beyond my control forced it, but oh my god, I just can't lay seven with Sam Howell. It's insane. Billy tiebreaker on this one. I have another. I have a hot take. Sure. I think Sam Howell might not be bad. Sam Howell may I, not be bad. Sure, but should Sam Howell be getting a touchdown? (laughs) Against an NFL team? No, but they're not against an NFL team. (laughs) Fair. I don't think they should be giving seven against a high school team. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) Billy, uh, tiebreaker on this one. Yeah, I'm with the points. I I can't lay that many points with the Washington Commanders. I, I know the Cardinals are bad. It's still too much. When you have two bad teams playing like this, anything can bounce anyway. I'm not laying that many points, so it'll be uh, it'll be the Cardinals for me. All right. Uh, next up, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers head into Minnesota to take on your boys, Billy. The yes, Vikings and the Vikings are laying six. Uh, they are the regression candidate of the of the year. Uh, unfortunately for you and also there's been weird a weirdly late surge from the analytics guys on the buccaneers uh thinking that they might be a team that comes in and wins the nfc south i'm a little dubious because i'm (laughs) that you know i stare at the quarterbacks and i go yeah sure math guys i mean (laughs) i guess i'll try to trust you uh the vikings laying six i the six is a bit much for me uh, so I, I fully expect the Vikings to win this game, but in, in classic Kirk Cousins fashion, they might do it in uh, the one score variety. So uh, I, for for gambling purposes, I want the Bucks getting the six right now. Uh, Billy, what say you about your your Vikings laying six right now? Yeah, I mean I'm on the Buccaneers here. Uh, the, the Vikings, how many games did they win by seven or less last year? Like eleven. He- they were eleven and zero in one score games, which is yeah. All-time regression candidate. Exactly. Even when they're winning, they don't usually win big. the The offense has changed. They're a little more high flying than they've been in. Like again, drafting another receiver this year who seems promising. Uh, I think it seems like the plan is to really air it out. Uh, but I'm still not ready to lay this many points with them. I, I I do think the Vikings come away with a W here, but I'm taking those points. All right, uh, Craig. Vikings laying six. Who you got? Uh, this is a stay away from me, but if I'm doing what I'm leaning, I'm, I'm leaning Tampa Bay. I will say this, and here's a big concern. I know that there are some of the people that are uh, into the numbers that say, hey, watch out for Tampa Bay. I don't think they are considering enough what the Ryan Jensen not being around is going to mean for them. And I get That's that bad. if you look at the, the bones of the defense, it's still like, you know, 
a lot of guys that were part of the defense when they won the Super Bowl. Davis, Winfield, Barrett, David, White, Bea. Like a lot of those guys are still around. Uh, so I get how someone could say the defense might be all right. But you're losing, like, if you look at last year's Tampa Bay offense and from two years ago and in, in, in the Super Bowl year, um, you're losing Tom Brady's brain, which is significant, but you're losing Ryan Jensen's brain too. And that's that's tough to overcome. That's tough to overcome. If you look at the non-Tristan worst players on the offensive line, that's tough to overcome. So I, I get it. Like the bones of the Brady era bucks remain here. Evans, Godwin. But it's uh, it's a tough sell for me as far as what they're going to be this season. I think Tampa Bay wins this game. Not sure if I want to say Minnesota's winning it by seven, though. Uh, next up, another divisional matchup. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars head into Indianapolis to take on the Colts, and the Jaguars are laying five on the road, you guys. Uh, I'm on upset alert for this one. I like the Jags long term, but I can see them stumbling their toe a little bit here and the Colts kind of catching them napping. This is my this is my candidate for every, every year we have one game where the result kind of doesn't necessarily line up with the way the rest of the season goes. Last year, week one, it was the uh, Chicago Bears went into San Francisco and beat the Niners. And I think... In a monsoon, but yes. In a monsoon, but still counts, right? But uh, so I think that that... um, I think this is the one because I think I think the Jaguars are gonna. I'm on Colts. Uh, like I've not only taken the five with the Colts. I'm laying Colts money line this week. They're getting close to plus two hundred. Um, I think the Colts can outright win this game and clip the Jaguars in week one. Uh, the public is too far on the Jaguars. This is uh, this is by far the most public bet team of the week. So there's there's a sign that you need to get on the Colts money line as well. Um, the, the, the public is all over the Jacksonville Jaguars. And quite frankly, we need the Colts to win this so the public gets off the Jaguars so that we can start uh, betting them proper uh, as the weeks go by. But uh, too much hype, and uh, I think Anthony Richardson is going gonna, is gonna, to – I think he's going to ball out in his first game and, and shake things up, and we're going to be getting Cam Newton 2.0 vibes. Uh, maybe that's just me projecting, but a lot of it is me – uh, fade in the public on this one, so I'm I'm all over the Colts plus five, and I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna have them on the money line too. Craig, what do you say about this one? Jags laying five on the road. I am uh, like I, I I I lean I lean Colts just because you know we you know I'm I'm getting five points with the home team of the with the team that I don't think is going to be as bad as folks say, but we are talking about a first NFL game for Richardson. We are talking about. Uh, Colts team that doesn't have their most dependable offensive player, that's and true. I think that's uh, that's relevant to our proceedings here. Uh, both of these teams, I think, there's some big questions about how good their defense is going to be, especially in the secondary. Uh, what I would be interested in is the uh, over under in this particular game, because I think that there's going to be some points to be had, and I know 45 fives a lot, but. I would think about it. You can get it at forty-five someplace. That's so. not a lot. In the, that's not a lot in the NFL. Like like forty-five is is not one of the key numbers. So I think that I think you can, I think uh, people are going to be feeling that's a lot with a rookie quarterback on one side. But yeah, you're right. It's not yeah, like it's but, the lower ones of the week. That's for sure. I could see this being the highest scoring game of the week, though. I I I, I sure as shoot could. Uh, so like uh, I, I could see this being like a thirty-eight, thirty-five slugfest type of game. And, the and highest going, line. What are these of the two guys up to? Right. The highest total of the week is the game Thursday night, fifty-four points in uh, yeah. in some place. Yeah, it's, and that one, and that's down now because of all the injuries. So uh, it, it opened up at forty-five and a half. Now it's down to fifty-two and a half in a lot of places. So yeah, dude, that's the and that's the only one given more than no. Uh, Dolphins Chargers is, is Dolphins Chargers uh, 51. 50, 51, 50 and a half in some places. But yeah, those are the only two over fifty, which is somewhat unusual for a uh, somewhat unusual for an. Uh, NFL week usually is about three or four fifties. Um, yeah. So I, I'm strongly on the Colts. It sounds like Craig is sort of on the Colts. Billy, how about you? I admittedly, I haven't watched enough probably of this Anthony Richardson. Like I, I think he was a Gator. So Craig probably watched a lot more of his college. I have watched every single game he's played in college, which to be clear, not that many games, but I've watched them all. Yeah. I, 
I, I mean, I've just seen highlight reels, and, and to me, it's a, it's a lot of running, broken plays, like flashes of Mahomes. I just don't know that he's going to have that pocket capability. Uh, and the NFL, it just moves so much faster. So how he adjusts is going to be huge here. So I'm sticking with the Jaguars on this one because I'm thinking if, and it's an if, he does adjust, it'll be, you know, week five, week six. Like, I think the first game, there might be some jitters there. And if they can keep him from running wild on him, I think they're going to struggle to move the ball. So I like the Jags on this one, but I'm excited to see this kid play. Yeah, it might be a little bit uh, me being too hyped on Indy, but I, I just, man, there's so much public money on the Jaguars that I'm just like, no way they cover the five, right? At the very least, if they win, they're not covering the five, right? It'll be like a Jaguars oh. uh, walk-off field goal, right? Like, Yeah, I think Jacksonville wins the game for sure. My question is if they cover the five. Yeah. Uh, I will say this on Richardson. And I, I said it on our AFC over under. Uh, I believe that if Richardson played in a, in a Florida year with standard level Florida skill position guys, he would have gone first in this draft. I really do believe that. It was just a bad year for their receivers, and it showed with his numbers. But that, that, that's that's uh, neither here nor there. On to the next. Yeah, last game of the 1 o'clock slate. And indeed, this one should be fun. Uh, the Tennessee Titans go into New Orleans to take on the Saints. And the Saints... They're, they're saying this is an even matchup here. We're getting a nice little three-point home bump from the Saints. Uh, so, uh, this is another one. Much like Pittsburgh, uh, this is a public dog. The Sharps are on the Titans. The public's on the Titans. I think I'm on the Titans. I'm not going to have a ton of money on this game. It's certainly not going to be one of my five. Uh, but... I, I like I like the Titans side of this. I just classic variable goes into New Orleans and kind of mucks things up with a with a slow plotting game and they and they get it done and cover potentially win and certainly cover the three. What, what do you think, Bill? Yeah, I think these teams are even match. I am not passionate either way on this one, which means I I kind of feel like we could see a close game. And if we see a close game, I'm going to want those three points. So I'm on the Titans. I think these are evenly matched teams and I'm going to take a couple extra points and hope it gets settled in overtime by three. Uh, Craig Saints land three in the Superdome. How about you? Love the Saints are one of my five. Going against the public dog. I love it. All right. Yes. Uh, I, I like uh, both the, I'm high on both these teams, so I'm kind of upset they're both playing each other week one. Uh, I just think that uh, the Saints front is going to do some very negative things to the Titans offensive line. And I and, and I know people say, well, the Saints have lost this guy, the Saints have lost that guy. Yeah, they've lost a few guys. They still have got some guys left. And here's the thing about the Saints. Ever since Dennis Allen got there, the defense hasn't just been good. It's been fantastic the entire time he's been there i think it's fantastic again and i think that they are they have a good matchup this week with uh what tennessee wants to do relative to what the saints are going to be able to do on defense so uh give me the saints in the superdome covering the three all right uh we head on to the four o'clock slate first up the las vegas raiders uh head into denver to take on your boys craig the new look denver broncos with a brand spanking new sean payton as their head coach uh, this line opened up at Raiders getting four in Denver, and I'm sorry to say this, Craig, the Sharps came in on the four, and it's now three and a half, so we're getting the hook in Denver right now. Um, can't be good. Hopefully, I, get, I mean, three-point win is, is whatever, so uh, uh, gun to my head or knife to my ribs on this one. I would, I would, I'm probably taking the points with the Raiders, even though I think the Raiders are going to be the worst team in the league, but week one's always strange. And uh, we don't know how this Russell Wilson thing is going to go just yet. Uh, but uh, what say you about your boys laying three and a half and giving the hook? I, I love Denver. Okay. Uh, does this Chandler Jones debacle, like, you know, we've seen locker rooms turn on Josh McDaniels before. I've, I've watched it. Uh, does this Chandler Jones debacle make us think that we're, we're seeing that already in Oakland or Oakland, Las Vegas? Uh, are we going to see it get worse? Where are we at on that? Uh, I just think it's a, it's a bad time in Raiderland. It's going to be a bad 17 weeks in Raider or 18 weeks, I should say, with a bye in Raiderland. Uh, this is the start of it. I think they lose this game. Give me the Broncos to cover the spread. They're just better. They're better. This yeah. is this is not a three and a half point game. No, 
Unfortunately, I do have this pegged as a potential throw-off the scent game, Craig, if the Sharps are on the Raiders. Uh, maybe the Raiders get the upset and then win, like, two more games the rest of the year and Broncos go the other way. And we kind of look back and go, hey, remember when the Raiders beat the Broncos week one and everybody was like, oh, Russell Wilson's cooked, I told you. Uh, could, could be in the could be in the car. I could see, I could see that. I, I could see us in, in, like, you know, eight weeks from now being like, hey, remember that? Uh, all right, so I'm on the Raiders. Craig's on the Broncos. Billy, tiebreaker. Yeah, I, I think I'm on the Broncos here. I, I think these are evenly matched teams, even last year. But I do think Sean Payton's going to make a difference there. I think he's a brilliant coach. So I, I, I like. I, I think we will see some improvement there, and we'll hope it starts week one. Um, I like the Broncos here in this division game. All right, I'm lone wolfing too so far. Uh, next up, we head to the Dolphins and the Chargers. Uh, Chargers lay in three, uh, getting the uh, home point bump. I, I can't see me, but I'm I'm doing the air quotes on the home point on the home point bump here because there will be 80% Dolphins fans in this uh, in this stadium uh, when the Chargers. Uh, this is just a great game, though. Uh, I I really don't have. This is a tough one for me. I don't have a lean uh, on this one either way. This is this is probably going to be. As weird to say, because I think this is very good. Um, uh, I think this is a very good matchup with a lot of like big name players, and that could feature two high powered offenses. That two potential playoff teams. I weirdly don't have a lean on this game. I guess knife to my ribs on this one. I think I'm taking the points with the Dolphins because uh, you know friends kind of don't let friends <laughs> bet the Chargers. Uh, but. Yeah, but I don't feel strongly about it because I, I got some some question marks on both of these teams. But like I said, knife to my ribs, taking the points with the Dolphins. Uh, Billy, what say you? Yeah, I'm on the same boat there. I, I, I neither of these teams feels significantly better than the other one. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of points going, so I'm staying away from this one because three doesn't feel like a lot of room. Uh, but I'm still taking those points. All right, uh, Greg, what say you? Dolphins. All right, all three of us are on the Dolphins. Uh, all right, uh, next up, we head to Los Angeles. Or sorry, we head to Seattle for the other Los Angeles team, the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, this line opened up at Seahawks laying four and a half. It's now minus five and a half. And I'm here to tell you, Craig, uh, that – and anybody else that might have listened to us, unfortunately, uh, we were big on the Rams on the NFC uh, overs – podcast we were saying the public's left this team for dead get on their over this is you know nonsense i think i had a few of their uh, division win totals those are all dead unfortunately well it's, part yeah. of why we said that was oh man this team yeah. still got some star players they should be able yeah. to decent offense out of having just a couple of star players well if one of those couple of star players isn't around yeah, they, they, Cooper Cup's got this ham thing. Anytime they start bringing in the specialists, you know you're kind of boned. They're talking him going on the IR, which means he's uh, losing at least four weeks. So, yeah, this is not going to go well for the Rams. So, unfortunately, all my Rams futures are dead. And uh, we will <laughs> reconvene on the future. Sorry if you uh, listen to us on the Los Angeles Rams. But uh, maybe you can, like me, and get back and you can quickly cash out. But, uh, yeah, if you uh, went on the Rams – uh, I tweeted it the second the Cooper Cup news came out that, uh, yeah, cash out on any Rams futures because, unfortunately, those are those are dead. Uh, but it is what it is. Uh, Seahawks currently laying five and a half. <sighs> when I was staring at this earlier in the week, uh, I didn't have a big favorite. Uh, but, man, this is tough. I, I like... Four and a half. I was kind of, I was leaning towards betting the Rams, but with the Cooper Cup injury, you can't. Uh, but I also don't want to lay five and a half with the Seahawks. So this is my first official of the season. Uh, stay away for uh, Matt Pierce, but knife to my ribs. I guess I would lay the points with the Seahawks, but this is not even remotely close to one of my uh, to one of my five. Uh, Craig, what say you on the minus five and a half? Uh, yeah, I, I, I lean Rams, but I, I want nothing to do with this. I want nothing to do with it. It's just, yeah, yeah, I just, if, if cup was healthy, I'd be, I'd be all over the Rams. He's not, I'm, uh, so I'm out. It's too bad. Uh, I, Craig softly on the Rams. Uh, I'm softly on the Seahawks. Billy, uh, soft tiebreaker, I suppose. (laughs) I, no, I'm on the Seahawks. I, there's few 
players that I think can completely change an offense when they're not involved in the game. Cooper Cup is very much one of them. Um, they they just want to feed him, and he can always find space. He's a huge difference maker. Uh, I'm on the Seahawks here. I, I think that they're not going to be the same Rams team they should be without Cup. So I'm taking these Seahawks. Multiple sharp guys I either read or uh, listened to this week said that uh, Cooper Cup is one of the rare skill position guys where when he's out, it's worth a full point to like whatever math they use. Right. Which is just rarefied air for a wide receiver. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, right so just, it just lets you know how, how, uh, how important he is. And uh, especially, sorry. especially if you factor this in. Mm-hmm. So if he's not around, your receivers are Van Jefferson, Puka Nakua, and Ben Skoranek. Those are the three act. Oh, and Tutu Atwell. Like, yeah. What, what, what's, what's going on there? What are we doing there no, with that? Nothing. I, I saw somebody tweeted something out just in, in going back to the Patrick Mahomes thing when, when Kelsey was announced out. Somebody tweeted, like, oh, here's Sky Moore and so and so. And it's like Patrick Mahomes, you know, if he wins with these guys, he's, you know, uh, you know, he goes to like the greatest quarterback of all time or whatever, you know, like nobody's ever had less to work with as a quarterback. And then somebody was like, somebody tweeted, yeah, Brady got to the AFC championship game when his best wide receiver was like Michael Humana Juan Nui or whatever that one was. And I'm like, yeah, Brady guy was pretty good, <laughs> wasn't he? So, hmm. uh, like, yeah, but like Mahomes and, and uh, Mahomes is just as capable of, do, of doing it and probably will tomorrow night. Uh, next up, a game I am looking so forward to. Oh, my God. Uh, Eagles in New England. Patriots getting four at home. Speaking of Tom Brady, it is Tom Brady honorary weekend or whatever. For the, they're, they're, I think they're retiring his number or whatever, but it's going to be a whole Tom Brady weekend in uh, New England. Um, I'm, t- I'm taking the Patriots, and this is going to be one of my one of my five easily. I think I think the Patriots keep. I, this is going to be an old school Bill Belichick. The, the the Eagles have the better talent everywhere on the field in this one. And I, I just think this is going to be a classic Bill Belichick just figuring out a way to grind this game to an absolute halt. Eagles might win, but if they do, it's on uh, it's on a late uh, score or field goal where they get up by three. So I'm, I'm taking the Patriots plus the point at home on Tom Brady weekend. You can't talk me out of it. Uh, they're going to be one of my five plus four. Billy, uh, what say you? Yeah, I, I see where you're coming from there. I think this will be close enough, and, and that – Four points is a pretty comfortable number if you feel like you're going to be in a close game. I think the Eagles are a much better team, which means I I first looked at this and I thought Eagles, but I think this could be a close game. And if it's a close game, I'm going to want those points. So I'm going Patriots. All right. Uh, I thought maybe this one was a tiebreaker candidate, but it's not. Billy and I are both on the Patriots. Craig, what say you? Patriots are one of my five. Oh, love it. Love it. Uh, care to explain why or expand upon why? Exactly the same things you were saying. Belichick is just going to find a way to slow down that offense, make things look a little difficult for Philadelphia, and it's a close game. I think the Eagles win, but I think the Patriots cover the spread. All right. Uh, last game of the 4 o'clock slate, Green Bay Packers and the Chicago Bears. This one opened up at uh, – I, I don't know if it was uh, like the line from like months ago or whatever because I've thought about this game for an awful lot. Um, but I remember when it opened up, it was Bears minus – it was Packers plus three. And now it's down to Bears minus one. And I don't – this is where it's – this line I don't think is moving. So um, we got the Bears uh, and laying one. Jordan Love not making his debut, but his official – like his, his re-debut, if you will. Um, I don't have – you know, Bill, you're a Vikings fan. I'm. I, I, we're, we're both NFC North fans here, or what? What has been the NFC North for a big chunk of our lives? Favre, right into Rodgers. Yeah. The, the Bears fans, they're in the same boat as us. You cannot. You cannot. Bears fans, you got two other teams, fan bases who normally hate the fuck out of you. That are in your corner this week, for better or for worse. 
you cannot allow Jordan Love to go into Chicago in week one of, of his re-debut, like I said, and get a fucking W. You, I cannot deal with this shit again. And, and I'm saying to Craig in the NFC win totals pod, it is not good enough for me if Jordan Love is mediocre. I need him to be actively, actively terrible. And, and a drag. No offense to him, but I. Yep. It's been nearly forty years. Fuck off, Green Bay. And and like I know they traded up to get this guy in the first round, but he did not look good in in the other starts. And I I just I don't know. <laughs> I just, you can't. I I can't even. I can't even put a a good gambling analysis on this. I think I would take the points with the pack. The the one point with the pack. It's actually it's not even enough. One one point's not enough for me, uh, quite frankly. I, I we missed the best of the number because you'd want to get because when it was plus three, you would want to get the Packers plus three, but now it's too low because I I have no idea because you're not taking the plus one because you might as well just take the Packers on the money line at that point. Um, so yeah, I guess currently a stay away for me. Billy, what say you? Packers Bears. Yeah, I'm on the Bears. I I don't have much faith in Jordan Love. I I think that. I, I don't know that three or four years we'll be talking about him being the starting quarterback for the Packers. Like, I, I don't think you're going to see a Favre and a Rodgers with Jordan. I think he's okay, but I think he'll be this middle-of-the-pack mediocre quarterback. Um, and he's not going to be able to take them where they're expected to go by everybody. So I think the Bears got the edge on this one. And as much as I love seeing the Packers lose, love it. I kind of wonder, are the Bears going to be a bigger contender for my Vikings? Would I rather they get the loss here? Mm. Uh, and, and the answer is, I don't care. I'd rather <laughs> lose. <laughs> Maybe Bane will blow up the field. Yeah, who's open? <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, there's also some uh, injury news in this one because it looks like Jordan loves two best receivers in Dobbs and Watson. They, they, got, they were on the list with hammies this week, so... Uh, today. So Neither of them practice today, and that's why I'm yeah. taking the Bears. Yeah, so there's a good one, but if you want them down, you might you might just want to lay the uh, one with the with the Bears. But why would you lay one point? Just take Bears on the money. Or line, yeah, right? just do the Bears the the Bears money line. Although looking yeah. at some of the books, uh, the Bears money line right now is minus one fifteen, minus one twenty, minus one eighteen. Yeah, so just yeah, so just the lay pay, the, take uh, the Bears it, money line. But, the payout is 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 very very like very slightly more, so you might as yeah. well take. Just yeah, just pay the nickel of juice. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah. Just yeah, pay the nickel of juice. Take the Bears on the money line if if you must bet this game because you would have wanted the Packers with the plus three, so that's it. Uh Craig. Normally, I would ask you if there's a Scott Hansen game when we've got a five o'clock slate in the four o'clock, but I don't see one here. Right, like everyone's. Nope. Got a pretty interesting all the games, game. All the games in that slot are uh, are interesting for a variety yeah, exact, of reasons. Yeah, because like Raiders Broncos, you want to see what's up with Wilson and Peyton. Chargers Dolphins is just a great matchup. Rams, Maybe Seahawks Rams. I guess, but I, I I don't hate these these offenses enough. I mean, without Cooper Cup, obviously this game sucks. But I I think I I don't want respect's not the right word, but whatever whatever one or two notches below respect is. Uh, uh, Pete Carroll and uh, Geno Smith uh, a little too much in terms of uh, their ability to give us entertainment, I think, uh, as far as a football game would go. Eagles-Patriots is self-explanatory. Bears-Packers is uh, y- you want to see Justin Fields play, and uh, we got to see how Jordan Love's re-debut uh, goes. So, yeah, no 4 o'clock Scott Hansen game this week. Uh, Marquee is uh, uh, Eagles-Patriots, though. Actually, is it Eagles Patriots or would you go Dolphins Chargers? Uh, I would say Dolphins for pure entertainment value. Dolphins Chargers. All right. right. What about you, Billy? Uh, Sorry, what was that? Uh, The marquee matchup for the four o'clock slate. Would you go with Eagles Patriots or Dolphins Chargers? I would go. (laughs) Dolphins Chargers, I think, will be more fun. Eagles Patriots, I think, are both better contenders. So I'd watch Dolphins Chargers. Eagles Patriots are better teams, in my opinion. All right, so we're giving Dolphins Chargers the, the marquee matchup. Sunday nighter, and uh, as it is and always will be forever and ever, we've got the Cowboys and the Giants, you guys. Uh, Cowboys laying three and a half in New York, giving me the hook. Uh, this is another one that um, could be a potential throw off the scent week one because I am extremely high on the Cowboys. And I'm fading the Giants a little bit. 
Um, so you'd think I would take uh, the Cowboys laying three and a half week one. You'd be wrong. I am taking the points with the Giants in week one uh, at home, getting three and a half, getting that extra hook. I think the Giants are going to muck up this game. I think there's better days for the Cowboys ahead. Uh, give me the three and a half of the Giants, and the Giants are going to be one of my five. What say you, Craig? Giants, one of my five. <laughs> I love it. We're on the same wavelength. Uh, anything to add on the reasons why here? Uh, no, same, same stuff. Uh, and I think that the, the Cowboys could win this game. I just think it's going to be close enough that I want the three and a half yeah. points. Ugh, wouldn't that be great for a Sunday nighter? A nice little Cowboys Giants three point like walk off game or something like that. Ah, that'd be great. Uh, Billy, what say you? Cowboys land given the hook uh, with three and a half in New York. Yeah, I'm leaning Cowboys here. I I think the Cowboys are are better than the Giants enough that I'm willing to trust them with the points. Um, the Cowboys have been frustrating over the years because I've always felt like they have more talent than than points on the board, but they've also been a little injury prone. I, I think I think they're a better team. I'm going with the Cowboys here. We'll see if they can get it together. All right, Sunday or sorry Monday night or quick turnaround for this stadium as uh, we're going to be right back in there uh, tw- all, uh, nearly 24 hours later for the Bills. Heading in there to take on the Nye Jets in what should be a pretty damn interesting Monday night. The Bills are laying two and a half in uh, in New York or in New Jersey, whatever you want to call it. I I just I can I can envision it now, guys. I I'm, I'm envisioning the the just the obnoxious talk for the entirety of the lead up to Week Two of. Can you believe Aaron Rodgers did that to the Buffalo Bills, the vaunted Buffalo Bills on Monday night? New era for the Jets, you guys. It's finally here. Um, I'm, I'm taking the Jets plus two and a half, and they're going to be one of my five. Shockingly, uh, shockingly, I think they might be. They're, they're going to be one of my five. I just, I think this is a great spot for the Jets. Uh, I think they can. I, I don't want to say catch the Bills napping because I don't think you're allowed to be napping in Week One, but I just. I really think that this defense is going to catch the Bills a little bit by surprise. I just, I really believe in this Jets defense. And I think the offense gets there enough with Rodgers uh, under the helm. Uh, and I think this is going to be a damn good game, but I'm taking the points with the, with the New York Jets. And I think they got a chance to win this game outright. Uh, Billy, what say you? Yeah, I don't think they've ironed out the kinks yet. I'm not sure I'm a huge believer that Rodgers is going to come in here gunslinging on a Jets team. Uh, the Jets have never played ball like that. So I, I think there's going to be a longer adjustment period here. I, I think the Jets will be better, but I have a tremendous amount of faith in the Bills this year, so I'm on the Bills. Okay. Uh, Craig, let's end this week. Let's end week one on a tiebreaker. I think Buffalo wins the game. I kind of want the two and a half points, so you know. I, I but I, I think the Bills are are the winner here, and the line's a little light for me to 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 think that if if I think Buffalo's going to win the game, the line's a little light for me to 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 take the underdog here. So uh, I, I see what you're saying. I think that there's every this this could be a fantastic football game. I'm excited to watch it. I think it's going to be pretty good. Uh, but that's where uh, that's where we're at here. All right. Before we get right. into our five picks. Right. Uh, we got to make a survivor pick, gentlemen. Um, oh sure. I got I got two candidates for you guys. Um, so do I. If we want, well, I'll give you my two, Craig, and then let me see how they line up with yours. I think number one, uh, this is likely to be the most uh, picked team of the week, but uh, Baltimore given ten in uh, against the Texans. Yep. But if. But if you want to get, it is obviously the safe one for week one if you just want to get into week two and survive pool. But if you want to take a shot, take a risk, get a little crazy in week one with a team you might never get to use again. You won't get to use again. You won't get to use again. That's a great way of putting it, Billy. Do you take the Washington Commanders in week one against the Cardinals at home? Uh, that's exactly who I'm taking, yes. What? Really? You t- them over the, I don't know that you're going to want to pull the Ravens again in 18 games, and, and you're never going to want to play the Commanders again. I, yeah. I don't know that you're burning that much by taking the Ravens. Well, let's look at the Ravens' schedule here. Let's let's do let's 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 do the Ravens' yeah. schedule for the rest of the season. Because you're, you're going to find a couple of spots where you might yeah. want to use the Ravens. Yeah, let's find a spot. Uh, uh, 
home to Detroit. They get the Cardinals, but that's on the road. You don't like taking road teams. And yeah, I mean, wow. who knows what the Rams look like when the Ravens are at home to the Rams? Yeah, the Rams in in December. And man, to have the if you are to get that far all the way to week it looks like fourteen or fifteen. Uh, if you're still alive in week fourteen, you got the Baltimore uh, Ravens in your back pocket. That's that's not a bad spot to be in. I I just you there's no shot that you'll be able to use the Washington Commanders at, at like I I so Billy are you gonna like Craig is co-signing me on this do you are do you are you turning your key uh with the two of us on the Washington Commanders for Week One Survivor? It, you know what if you're if you want to play aggressive the Commanders are yeah. the that's that's just how it is that's the and I will note this. In week one, like, yeah, you're risking your entry fee no matter what, but your equity as far as winning the pool really have that much in week one. So you're not like, you know, we're not talking about making this risk in week 15 when you have a better option, you know? Yeah, it's all right. Let me just look at the commander's schedule first to see if I can even if, if I can even. Well, they play Chicago in week five at home. That's a oh, October 5th. That's got to be a Thursday night game. Uh, and I would that scenario, not in a survivor pool. Yeah. Prime Dolphin. Time. And who, who knows how we feel about the Bears at this point? Like, we all, we all kind of think the Bears might win week one. Yeah. What if the Bears are two going into that game? What's that line going to be? Washington by yeah. three? No, there's no no situation where you'd take the commanders, as far as I can tell. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this right now. They ain't going to be a seven-point favorite the rest of the way, are they? <laughs> yeah. All right. So we are doing it. We are, we are turning our key. On uh, the Washington, the Washington, uh, the the Washington Commanders. Uh, Craig, did you, you had another. You said you had two picks there. Washington was obviously one of them. Was the other one Baltimore, or did you have a, another one yes. that you liked? Okay, so it was, it was the two that we had there. All right, I'm glad. All right, we're we're on the we're on a good wavelength. We good vibes for week one. Billy, uh, since you're, uh, it's been a while uh, since you've been on the pod. Why don't you go ahead and start off uh, the 2023 season and give us your five uh, contest picks uh, as always subject to change uh, to these on the, the Twitter account uh, that I use at Empire six for uh, this one. Stay tuned uh, to those. If you want uh, uh, updated picks in case we want to change them up to, uh, you know, cause sometimes stuff happens and you got to bail out. Uh, Billy, go ahead and kick us off for the 2023 season, sir. All right, I will be taking the Bears, Bengals, and Bills. Mm-hmm. And I will take the Chiefs. Fading your lines, and I'm sorry. And I'll take the Patriots. Well, with the four and a half, it's... <laughs> with the minus four and a half, it's not too bad, that's for sure. Uh, Chicago's given one, and Cincinnati... What were they again? They were getting two. Uh, oh, Bill taking all these favorites. My goodness, in week one. Uh, Craig, week one, who you got? New York Giants, New England Patriots. I'm gonna go New Orleans Saints, Atlanta Falcons. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Denver Broncos. Oh, man. Craig, loving the hook this week. Three hook games. I love it. I love it. Oh, you guys finding all these favorites. I, could, I couldn't I could find a favorite this week. I could not. Uh, make a clean sweep on the you know, Like I love the Falcons. Like, the, the Falcons yeah. were my pick of the week. That was, I love the Falcons. The, yeah, like, they, that was the only favorite that I truly, truly stared at for my five. And there's a very, very good chance. Because uh, I'm about to say the Jets hey, here is one of my five. There's a very, very good chance uh, Sunday at uh, like 12:45 that I go that that I'm like, no, Matt, you gotta have a favorite. What are you doing? And then I'm I'm taking the Jets out. It's very strong that the possibility the Jets are coming out and the and the Falcons just, are going. Hold on, I just want to clarify. Like when I took the Saints, I'm only giving up three points, right? Yes, you sure. Are. Just the three. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Falcons are giving up the hook though. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, there's a very good chance. But, like, for now, uh, clean sweep with the Patriots. Uh, I'm joining Craig with the Giants. Give me the plus three and a half. I'm Houston plus the ten, man. You got to – I got to do that. Got to. Can't, can't pass that up. Uh, Pittsburgh yep. plus the two and a half. 
Uh, don't yep. love it as much when I saw that it's a public dog, but gotta do it. And uh, like I said, this 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 is a chance because I might bail on the Monday night or two. But right now, the New York Football Jets. I'm I'm going to the Met- I'm going to the Meadowlands twice uh, for my five. Uh, I'm I'm taking the Jets plus the two and a half in Week One. Although, like I said, strong strong chance. So five dogs for me. I gotta stick a favorite in there. So there's a chance I switch that out. Uh, and if if I do pick a favorite, it is damn sure gonna be the Atlanta Falcons. Um, anything else you guys want to talk about before we call it a call it a Week One? No, let's wrap it. No, all right. I think we're good. All right, so that's it. Crossover Podcast available at the crossoverpodcast.com, facebook.com slash crossoverpodcast. Uh, and uh, we're on iTunes. Please rate and subscribe. Five stars only. We're on uh, most of the podcatchers out there. Uh, and if we're not, uh, email us email us at contact at the crossoverpodcast.com and let us know if we're not on a particular podcatcher and we'll see about getting you on there. Uh, and as always, leave us a review on anything. Uh, five stars helps to go a long, long way. Uh, so please do that. And as always, you do not have to download uh, or do not have to listen, but please download the crossover podcast. Messed up my own catchphrase. Uh, that is it for week one, you guys. Great talking to you and good to have you back. Can't wait to do this with you on a weekly basis. And uh, good luck to everybody, and may all your picks win next week, this weekend. Take care. <laughs>